prayers for your day. This is Danita, and today is Friday, <coughs> excuse me, August the 20th, 2021. As always, I give thanks to God for you, for what he is doing in your life and in the lives of your loved ones, the people, places, and things that he has divinely connected you to for such a time as this. It is indeed an honor, a blessing, and a privilege to pray with you and for you Monday through Friday between the hour of 7 a.m. and 8 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. I feel like I need to say that, Eastern Standard Time. I want to apologize for yesterday. If you listened to yesterday's prayer, it was a prayer for you. Uh, If somebody calls me in the middle of praying, even if I hit decline or not accept, for some reason, at least I can't find a way to keep on recording. And so yesterday I had got a call from someone in the middle of a prayer, and I answered it because I had not heard from this person in a while. So um, by the time I finished with them, I just didn't get back on. It kind of closed my prayer. Um, and then headed on into work. But yesterday was a prayer for you. I pray that it blessed you, and I pray that you continued to pray for yourself or to pray for someone else. Um, It's Friday. Thank God it's Friday, TGIF. This seems like it's been a very long week. I don't know why, but it feels like a a five-day work week was like a seven-day work week for some reason. But nonetheless, I thank the Lord that we made it, that I made it and you made it. If you work a traditional Monday through Friday, I thank God that we made it. And so on Fridays, if you're new uh, or even if you're not new, and really we just flow with the Holy Spirit. A lot of times I'll wake up and The Lord will give me something. Other times I'll wake up and it's like, just pray, just pray. And I'll just pray, you know, and and there's no no topic, no specifics, just praying. And whatever the Holy, however the Holy Spirit leads is however the Holy Spirit leads. But on this week, I received a scripture. There are different um, websites online that you can Literally put in your phone number, and they will send you a daily scripture. So I try to do you version. I try to do things that will keep my spirit filled. Um, and it's another way for me to bind the word of God to my heart so that I won't sin against him, the Father. The Bible says, bind the word of God to my heart so that I might not sin against sin, because sometimes we can know the word and yet still sin, but if I'm constantly eating on the word, if I'm constantly chewing on the word, if I'm being intentional about my relationships with other believers, if I'm being intentional about what I feed my spirit, if I'm being intentional about my conversation and the things that I watch and the things that I listen to, it's much easier to walk away from sin. I didn't say that, you know, all the time you can walk away from sin. I'm just saying it's much easier. You know, if you've ever watched someone who has really purpose in their heart, and I always use kind of this health thing because I I marvel at people who stick to their diet, who 
stick to their um, workout regimen. And it's usually because they have made a conscious effort, whether it's due to their health, you know, whether it's due to, you know, they they want their body to look good, they want that six-pack, you know what I mean? They they want, you know, um, no fat up under their chin or whatever, you know, uh, but whatever it is, or they, they feel they feel like, you know, I want to do it because when I've done it, you know, when I've done it before, I've seen the benefits. And when you are a Christian and you are a believer and you live your life according to the word of God, you ought to be able to see some benefits. That doesn't mean that life won't happen, right? Life happens to us all. But when you are a Christian and you walk according to the word of God, you ought to be able to see some benefits. And it's no different than the person that has decided that they are going to live a healthy lifestyle. They're going to exercise so many times a week. They're going to eat right. You know, they they might have like one cheat day out of the month or whatever, or they'll refrain from sugar and all these different things. Why? Because they've seen the benefits. And just like there are benefits to a physical, healthy lifestyle, you better believe there are benefits to a spiritually healthy lifestyle. There are benefits. The Bible says that daily he loads me with benefits. Daily. So we, if the if the sinner gets that right, the unjust God reigns on the just as well as the unjust. How much more than the righteous man? How much more than the righteous man? Not that you will lead a perfect life. Not that your heart won't break. Not that you won't cry, not that, you know, the unexpected things won't happen, but overall, because you are a Christian that is rooted and grounded in the things of God, you will see the benefits of your labor in earth as it is in heaven. So on this morning, I can go, I can stay right there. But on this morning, uh, we're going to uh, talk about Galatians 5, verse 13. It says, you, my brothers and sisters, were called to be free, but do not use your freedom to indulge the flesh. Rather, serve one another humbly in love. If we look for other translations, the Passion Translation said, Beloved ones, God has called us to live a life of freedom. But don't view this wonderful freedom as an excuse to set up a base of operations in the natural realm. Constantly love each other and be committed to serve one another. The Amplified Version says, for you, my brothers, were called to freedom. Only do not let your freedom become an opportunity for the sinful nature, worldliness, selfishness. But through love, serve and seek the best for one another. The Message Bible says it is absolutely clear that God has called you to a free life. Just make sure that you don't use this freedom as an excuse to do whatever you want to do and destroy your freedom. 
Rather, use your freedom to serve one another in love. That's how freedom grows. For everything we know about God's word is summed up in a single sentence. Love others as you love yourself. That's an act of true freedom. If you bite and ravage each other, watch out in no time at all, you will be alienating each other, and where will your precious freedom be then? The Bible is very clear that God has called us to be free, free in our minds, free in, free in our spirits, free in our hearts, and, and in our souls, right, financially free. You know, the Bible says that who the Son sets free is free indeed. See, there are a lot of people who have, have freedom in the world. You know, they can go where they want to go, do what they want to do, you know, see what they want to see, but they live in bondage because they have become a slave and they have a slave mentality to other things. They have a slave mentality to their addiction. They don't... um they don't make the decisions. The addiction makes the decisions for them, right? They have become a slave to money. Some people are so money hungry that they they would rather work around the clock, right? They're free, but they have become bound to their job. God has not called us to be bound to anything but him. So the Bible is clear that who the sun sets free is Free indeed, but in that freedom, we are not to use that freedom to indulge the flesh. See, this is where a lot of people get it twisted. When you hear people say things like, um, I'm doing me, when you hear people say things like, Nobody can tell me what to do, when you hear people say things like, Um, well, not only say that, well, it's it's my body, right? You can't, can I use the mask? I'm just going to use the mask mandates that are going on all over uh, the country, you know, COVID. You know, it's my freedom not to wear a mask. And I'm not saying some people don't have health reasons and all that. I'm not talking about those people. I'm talking about those people who just feel like me wearing a mask is, uh, is a is a uh what do I want to say is an infringement on my right of freedom right me mer- me wearing my mask infringes on my freedom because they are consumed with themselves but the bible says rather serve one another in love and it amazes me can I be real this morning how many Christians, how many believers feel like, in a sense, that wearing a mask infringes on their freedom when the Bible says do not use your freedom to indulge in the flesh. Rather, serve one another humbly in love. How do I serve my brothers and sisters in love? I think about you. I may be healthy. I may have had the vaccine or, or, you know, or have had COVID and my body has built up antibodies or whatever. But me wearing my mask is not only to, it's not only about me, but it's about my neighbor. It's about the protection of my neighbor. And one of the things that Bible, the Bible says, and it's clear that in the last days, men will become lovers 
of themselves. How many people, or maybe it's you, that when you sit back and think about things like the mask mandate, when you sit back and think think about some of the decisions that they made, it is obvious, and maybe it's even you, that the freedom caused them to indulge in the flesh rather than loving uh, loving someone else or loving their family or loving, you know, um, their neighbor more than them, they, they love themselves. See, it's so easy to indulge in the flesh. That's what people don't realize. One of the fruits of the Spirit is self-control. So self-control says, I have the freedom to get up from where I am, if you upset me, and physically, you know, hit you or do something to you. I have the freedom to do that. But it takes self-control to say, no matter how upset you're making me, I'm not going to put my hands on you. No matter how upset you're making me, I'm not going to curse you out. No matter how upset you're making me, I choose to walk away and revisit this conversation when you're calmer and I'm calmer. No matter how upset, you know, you're making me, I'm just going to be quiet because in quiet and in confidence is my strength. That's what the word says. So somehow the world has has made us believe that when we indulge the flesh, when we act out, when we act on impulse, the world has made it look like we have the strength, right? When we decide, you know, hey, I'm kissing this man, I'm kissing this woman, it's feeling good, I'm just about to, you know, sleep with them. That's it and that's all. I'm sleeping with this person. Because I have the freedom to do so. But when you but to humbly serve another person, you say, you know what, this is not good for me, this is not good for them, you know, this is not good. I need to pull away. Self control is a fruit of the spirit that often we don't talk about enough. We don't focus on enough. But people who have chosen healthy lifestyles, they do. They have self-control to push themselves away from, you know, the dessert table. They have self-control that when everybody else is eating burgers and fries, because that would be me, and pizza, that would be me, and, you know, and pies and cakes and all that, they have the self-control to order a salad. You know, when I'm ordering a cherry Coke or a cherry Pepsi, they have the self-control to say, I'll take a water with lemon. Yet we understand that in the natural, but we struggle with that in the spiritual. But the Bible tells us first in the first in the natural, then in the spirit. Because once you can get a hold of it in the natural, then it's easier to transfer that same type of behavior in the spirit. The difference is, is that, you know, with the the natural uh, often will give you immediate gratification. And that's where the enemy uh, uses 
um, that self-gratification against Christians and believers. Because it's the natural gratification of when I cut a piece of cake and put it in my mouth. Oh, it tastes so good. It's the natural gratification of not being married and sleeping with someone and, you know, uh, just having the way that that makes you feel is just so good, right? It's the natural gratification of after I run these two miles, you know, my energy throughout the day is up, it's, 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 it's upbeat, right? It's the, it's the immediate self-gratification that comes with the freedom that causes us to continuously self-indulge. But when we say, I am not going to go after immediate self-gratification, but instead, I'm going to walk this thing out spiritually. Instead, I'm in it for the long haul. I'm in it for the marathon, right? The difference between the sprinter and the marathon runner. The sprinter runs his races up. He knows where he's placed within seconds, where it takes the the long-distance runner minutes, sometimes even hours. My God. <laughs> Woo! Thank you, Holy Spirit. See, we get all of this in the natural, but we struggle with it in the spiritual. But what I want to ask you to do on this weekend, to both encourage you and for you to really meditate on this, is, you know, what are the things that you feel like you have self-control over in the natural? Whether that's your prayer life, whether that's reading your word, whether that's your commitment to spending so many, uh, so much time with God, whether that's, you know, going to bed at a you, well, I'm, well, those are the spiritual things, but the natural things, I'm sorry, whether that means meal prepping, whether that means going to bed at a certain time, whether that means being at work at a certain time, whether that means, you know, laying your clothes out for what you're going to wear, drinking so many ounces of water, whatever it is that you do in the natural that you have self-control over and you feel like you have a good routine in that and you've seen the immediate uh, self-gratification of that, I want you to think about that. And then I want you to think about what did it take for you to get there? What steps did it take for you to get there to make sure you had seven or eight hours of sleep? What steps did it take for you to get there when you decided to juice every morning? You know, whether it was, it could have been a doctor's report, right, where you said, you know what, I got to do something differently. Well, guess what? This is your spiritual report. You got to do something differently. See, naturally, because man has such a desire for eternal life, right, or to live as long as possible, most people, when the doctor says, you know, you if you don't change your eating habits, you're going to be out of here within a year. Or if you don't change your eating habits, then the cancer will continue to manifest. Or if you don't change, when we hear things like that, we will instantly, for the most part, go to work. Well, I'm here to tell you today that if you don't begin for your spiritual life a level of self-control that no longer indulges the flesh, but instead focuses on the love of others and loving one another and working on yourself spiritually, 
then you are headed towards spiritual death. And the thing, the difference between spiritual death and natural death is that with spiritual death, you could be walking around physically and be spiritually dead inside. With spiritual death, it's a decision made on your eternal life, and that's just real talk. We don't think of it that way because we always think we have time. We always think we have time. But what if we don't? What if we don't have time? What if today is the last day that, that, you know, you hear my voice? And it could be 2024, you know, when you're listening to this. And it's 2021 now, but you may not get around, you may not find prayers for your day until 2024. None of us know when when the Son of Man is coming. None of us know when it's our last breath, so it behooves all of us to take a step back. Look at our freedom. Thank God for our freedom because we are free indeed. But then also have an honest conversation with ourselves in terms of am I indulging my flesh or Am I focused on my spirit? And how do I focus on my spirit? I love one and I love my brothers and my sisters humbly. I realize that my life is not my own. I realize that the greatest commandment of all is to love my neighbor as I love myself. But you got to love yourself to start taking care of your body. And you have to love yourself to start taking care of your spirit. I love you all. Have an awesome weekend. Be blessed. Bye-bye.